Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about Ruth and talking about how Boaz is supposed to put his uh, skirt over her and how God put his skirt over uh, the nation of Israel, uh, symbolic of uh, I'm asking you to marry me or I'm asking you to be in covenant with me. And uh, it's interesting when you look at the life of Ruth, you have to remember her background. She is a Moabite. And the Moabites and the Amorites did not sit too well with the nation of Israel in the beginning uh, because of the way that they treated Israel. And especially when it comes to Balaam and Balak, they literally caused the nation of Israel to sin. Many of them died because of that sin. Uh, in the midst of all that, even uh, uh, Balaam was also wound, he wound up getting killed because of his association of trying to uh, bring a curse upon the nation of Israel. Well, anyway, getting back to our thought on the Feast of Pentecost, we've been doing a parallel comparison between what happened on Mount Sinai and we could almost say it's a repeat of Mount Sinai on the day of Pentecost. On that day, God makes a covenant. On that day, uh, Israel, excuse me, uh, the Gentiles or the gospel is going to be preached to the Jews and the, Jew, the Gentiles eventually will become part of that family. We talked about those that died, 3,000 at the giving of the law, 3,000 that are born again. Uh, at the giving of the Holy Spirit. So we we have these parallels that we can look at and why the, why the Feast of Pentecost is so important and vital, especially in its prophetic nature. But let's go back to the story of Ruth and let's look at a little background on her history. It says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 3, an Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to the tenth generation, they shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. Now, this is where is the amazing parallel truth. This is where light begins to shine upon us. We, the Gentiles, everyone that is not a Jew, therefore you're a Gentile, that includes everyone else, everybody else. We had no hope, we had no covenant, we had no God, we had no way of escape. There was nothing for us, but because God is full of grace, full of mercy, loving kindness, and compassion, and all these things... They are not only his nature, that is who he is. He had a plan through Jesus to bring us in and make us part of that rich Jewish heritage to graft us in, to bring us in so that our roots are in the Jews or in Judaism. That's where they proceed from. And we, as Christians, owe them a great debt. 
And of course, I'll be reading from the book of Romans in a bit uh, concerning that. But notice, Ruth was a Moabite. And when Naomi and her husband and two sons uh, fled from uh, Bethlehem because they were looking for a better place since a famine had struck, uh, they, the two young men's sons wound up marrying Moabite women. Now, the law had already been uh, given. So they were literally, in a sense, breaking the law that had been given by Moses. But yet this is where we find the amazing grace of God intervening on behalf of mankind. And the scripture says, if we were to continue studying the story, in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 13, uh, verse 1, it is quite a bit to read, so I'm just going to read just a few verses. It says, On that day they read in the book of Moses. This is in the time of Nehemiah after they had come back from the Babylonian captivity. Many, 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 many years have, have transpired from one event to the other. And it says in <clears throat> it says in the scripture, and therein was found written that the Ammonites and Moabites should not come into the congregation of God forever, 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 because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water, but they hired Balaam against them, that he should curse them. However, our God turned the curse into a blessing. Verse number three. And it came to pass when they heard, when they had heard the law that they separated from Israel, all the mixed multitude. Notice immediately at, at this time what happened, even though this was way, 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 way past the time of, of uh, David and, 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 and Ruth. And Moses, I mean, we're talking, this was hundreds of years later. But now we see how God's grace is extended to us, the Gentiles. And we become partakers of that grace through His Spirit. We become partakers through faith. We become partakers by having been resurrected from our spiritual deadness to God being quickened and made alive. We, we become partakers because of the blood of Jesus. And as I mentioned before, there are so many parallels and so many truths in the story of Ruth. So let's continue reading now. In the book of Romans, in chapter 11, in verse 1, it says, I say then, has God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 5. Even so then, at this present time also, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no more by works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is not of grace. Otherwise, works is no more works. Now we're talking about here why Israel was cast to one side and why the church is brought in, but not cast to the side forever. There is still a remnant. There is a group of believers, those that are, did actually believe. Uh, and then it says in verse number 12, 
of the book of Romans. Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. Remember, as we have learned about God's timing on the different ages, the fullness of the fullness of the Gentiles, the fullness of the Amorites in the fullness of time, God sent his son. Well, here the scripture is teaching us that by Israel having been pushed to the side, we can literally say, uh, literally cut off for, for, for a time period known as the time of the Gentile. In that time period, the entire world has benefited and been blessed because of Christ shedding his blood on the cross and the coming in of the Gentiles. This has brought in, according to the scripture, I'll read it again. Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. In other words, how much more will there be a blessing on this earth when they are fully restored, when they come back and they take their place as they're supposed to be, as they were supposed to be in the very beginning before they strayed away. This is actually tremendous because they are the true tree olive tree and we being a wild olive were grafted into the spot where they were cut off but the root and the trunk still remained so what God is going to do in the future he is going to take a branch and he's going to graft it back in so that the true the true the true branch of the tree is back in its natural place. As a result of it, we the world have been blessed. And God did tell Abraham, in thee will all the nations of the world be blessed. And that came to pass when Jesus resurrected from the dead, when the Holy Spirit descended on the day of Pentecost, and when the gospel began to be preached. All of this was taking place. Now, let's look at what it says in verse 15. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall be the receiving of them but life from the dead? Verse 16, if the first fruit be holy, which that is the nation of Israel, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. See, we become partakers of the Jewish heritage because of the richness of what they brought into this world. Yes, they have been removed for a little while until the fulfillment of the time of the Gentiles. But there's still a group that remains faithful to God. And during the time of the tribulation, they will all be saved. In one day, they will see him whom they have pierced. They will wail, lament, and cry, but a whole nation will be born again in an instant. And then, during the millennium, we will truly see what God intended from the very beginning when he gave them the law, that the nations of the world should see in the nation of Israel with its laws, with its holiness, with everything. But because they were never going to be able to keep the law, 
The Holy Spirit was the only one that was going to make it possible for them to walk in the Spirit and be able to be pleasing through faith unto God. Then that is where the day of Pentecost comes in for us as believers and as Gentiles. Let's look at the next verse in verse number 17. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree be grafted in among them, and with them you partake of the root and the fatness of the olive tree. Verse eight, 18. <clears throat> boast not against the branches, but if you boast, thou beareth not the root, but the root is bearing thee. In other words, don't get all excited and all uh, 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 head over heels because uh, you're a Christian and God has blessed you. You got to remember, it is because you're tied in and tapped into, grafted into the fatness of the root of the olive tree, which is the Jewish heritage that we have. So, verse 19 says, Thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Verse 20, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And that was when they rejected the Messiah, Matthew chapter 12. And he talked about blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. From that moment on, he began to teach in nothing but parables. It says, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. For if God spared not the natural branches, which is the Jewish people, the nation, take heed, lest he also spare thee not. Those of you that have been hearing the teachings on judgment. Verse number 22. Behold, therefore, the goodness and the severity of God on them which fell, the severity but towards thee, goodness, if thou continue in his goodness. Otherwise, thou shalt also be cut off. Verse 23, And they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. Verse number 24, For if thou wert cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature to a good tree, how sh how much more shall these, which are the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? Verse number 25. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceit, that the blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile is come in. And then it says in verse 26, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away all their sins. Verse 28, As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but as touching the election, they are beloveds. Of the Father's sake. Oh, think on these things. Study the entire 11th chapter of the book of Romans. May God grant you the ability through His Spirit to see and understand the importance of what the Jews 
offered and have provided for us as Christians. We have to look back at many of these things so that we can be reminded of why they are done or accomplished the way they are today. I pray the Lord bless you richly. In Jesus' name, amen.